Welcome to Long Box Society with your hosts, Steve Trista and Bobby Jakes. Welcome to Long Box Society Podcast, episode 18. Welcome back. Uh, hi, uh, is this Bobby? Hi, uh, if you were if you're holding your breath, you uh, are probably dead by now. Um, hi, Bobby. This is you remember my name is Steve. I don't I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know this guy. I would I would have an excuse for why uh, we haven't done this in a while, but I, I honestly don't. <laughs> just just pure laziness. We're just both very like if we had superhero powers, it would just we would just both be like really 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 lethargic. Yeah, like it, it at first it started off with excuses, and and then it just became you know what it is. So yeah, it's like hey man, like you got my ten bucks. It's like no man, like I'm good for it. I'm good for it. <laughs> you got my like, money, okay, bitch. Man. Yeah, so. It's been a while. So, uh, I, I mean, last time we talked uh, was Rogue One. That's not true. It's uh, the last time I saw you. Oh, for um, just like shooting the shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to start off talking about uh, Rogue One? Why not? I mean, I know that we we talk, we've got so much to talk about, and oh, all these okay, people. We'll start it off, man. What did you like about Rogue One? Right off you know what? Um, I th- that was one of those movies. Like I'm going into thinking it's not going to be, you know, like the the saga, right? Like I was going in kind of not with low expectations or anything like that, but I just you know was just going in just to see it, and uh, it's, it's one of those movies that completely like shocked and awed me in terms of how much I really liked it, um, and that's because there, there's so many like tips of the cap to you know the original. The original trilogy, um, all the different cameos of all the characters and stuff like that. Even like and the prequels and the prequels, like that was cool too. So um, it had the perfect mix of new and old, just kind of like Force Awakens, right? Like it's the new cast, but you also have the old cast in there too. Yes. Um, so I, I like that formula that, they, that they're going with so far. It's working well for me, and uh, I really like the new cast too. Um, uh, what's his name? Alan Tudyk's character, uh, K2SO, was, I mean, he stole the show, right? Like, he's fucking hilarious the whole time. Yes. So, yeah, I, that's what I really liked about it. I, and I thought it was great. This, the sad part is, is that there will be no sequel to that, and there's not going to be anything uh, continuing on from that. But, like, Spoilers. That is what it is. Spoilers? What? Everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, everybody dies. Everybody um, dies. So... Which which I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they didn't like you know uh, allude to the fact that they were going to be in some other movie down the road and just completely you know it, it's good for leaving it for what it was. Which everybody like the internet, I should say the internet. I'm surprised was rather cool with the outcome. Like most of the time, they would like protest and you know they throw all this bullshit in and, and stuff that you know. You know, you kill the characters, obviously, because it's, you know, a lead female role and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Again, I'm just, I'm just assuming. But yeah. uh, the internet was cool with this. They're like, this is a one-off movie, one-shot movie. Disney made it very clear. And uh, I got to say, it, it's one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Oh, for sure. Without a doubt. I got a chance to see it again in the theater. I went on a random afternoon. <laughs> On a Tuesday, and uh, I went with a bunch of old people who were in the theater with me, 
And I gotta say, I was the only person laughing at K2SO. <laughs> it was almost weird because I was like, man, like these people are so old, they don't even fucking get it. But that's not the point. It was a good movie, and uh, seeing it again it makes it even better because you get a chance to put everything together collectively together, and you gotta you gotta kind of see like you know the roles that you know a guy like Krennic. Um, mm-hmm. Also, speaking of which, I'm not sure if you read Catalysts. Or if you read up on Catalyst, it was no. a Star Wars. It was like a prelude to uh, this movie, where you get to see um, um, Jin's dad. Uh, uh, I forget his name. And Krennic's relationship start off. Oh yeah. Uh, in the early days of even like before people thought the Empire was a threat, but whatever. Um, so seeing it again, you get to really see the the, the, the political battle back and forth with. Um, you know, Krennic and Tarkin, and it was a lot more layered. Um, it almost reminded me of like working in retail for like a corporate store. <laughs> you get to see everybody outdo each other, and you're just like, "Wow, this is like all egos." Yep. Even Vader got in the mix too, man. So. Oh man, the Vader scenes alone like made me want to see a, a solo Vader movie. That is what a lot of the online buzz right now. We deserve a, a Darth Vader movie. Yeah, but what timeline? I mean, what timeline is that going to be in? Right, like we've pretty much seen everything uh, up to his death. So, um, well, how would how would one shoot a Vader movie without? Like, would you think the character would lose a lot of his of his edge? Maybe. Yeah, like but I. They, they would almost humanize him. I mean. We, yeah. already, we already saw that for, you know, episode one, two, and three. It might diminish the character a bit because, I mean, even in, in Rogue One, you got to see him, but, like, you saw him move at an incredible speed. <laughs> Where, like, in New Hope, he's so robotic and you can barely take down an old man in a lightsaber battle. But in this one, he's just, like, chopping people like they're pieces of wood. So it's kind of like... You That's very entertaining. You saw the raw power of him, um, so how do you do that? And you know what? It wasn't something like ridiculous, like him taking down, like I don't know, like a planet, a planet or anything like that. <laughs> Force pushing a planet out of orbit. We, we know the guy, you know, he's packing, but yeah. uh, they showed just enough to do the character justice, where you can like visually see like him at his somewhat best um, yeah. during the, I, I'd say, the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. With the exception of Return of the Jedi, which it is a little stale and it's a little stiff, but it does have a lot of emotion in that fight. Because mm-hmm. it's father fighting son, and uh, I mean, it's round two, essentially, from... Probably the most out of any of the battles in the original trilogy. It's a lot more core... Maybe it's the budget that, w- that it was... Um, you know, they, they worked a little bit more on the fighting styles, but because uh, mm-hmm. you got two trained uh, Jedi, like you got Luke, who's like, you know, full-fledged Jedi now, so the, they got to get their money's worth with it, so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But there's one thing that, <laughs> this has nothing to do with Rogue One, but it's just one thing that's funny that um, in every Star Wars movie, there's always like a lightsaber battle that's so completely outmatched but for some reason, the weaker Link gets the upper hand, like Ray with Kylo Ren and Luke against Darth Vader and Empire. Like, 
like by that point vader's you know been like a dark jedi for like over 20 years and he's still having a hard time trying to take down luke so that's which, mean? which means which could also be on purpose because they're easing up on each other but that's just one thing that i noticed yeah i, I can definitely see that um i mean if you really think about you know his father versus son and the whole dynamic yeah um, speaking of uh, uh Skywalkers, what did you think of Leia's uh, appearance too? Was that like the icing on the cake? You know, I didn't. I didn't even think that they were gonna. First of all, for Tarkin, I didn't even think they were gonna show his face. I thought it was just gonna kind of be like a behind the back shot. You see his reflection on the glass. I and... thought it was gonna be a hologram. I thought it was gonna be Krennic getting the fucking verbal. He's getting the the the, the Empire write up via um like. Tarkin in a, a, a like a hologram. Yeah, that's oh. what I thought. And then all of a sudden, he turns around and went, "Holy shit!" They went for it. Like, <laughs> so you know, after seeing it a second time, it's not as because you're being very picky. You're being very critical when you first see this movie. I don't think like it's a, bad at all. I don't care what people say. I don't think it's bad at all. I mean, you try to do that. Dude, seeing it the second time, honestly, you're like really impressed at the the work it must have taken to. But cast- that's. That's, cast a guy who I did a little bit of research on this. Cast a guy who actually worked along the the actor who played the original Tarkin. He worked under him, almost as if um, yeah, yeah, like he he was a uh, like a mentor to this guy, and this guy was old enough to physically play Tarkin. Uh, even sat, they even took his voice. He even, they even uh, manipulated his voice a little bit too, and they threw on um, you know like the the, the face technology that. We've been seeing in the in the Marvel movies with uh, Tony Stark, Civil War. Yeah, and like was, that was the guy too. That was his actual body. Like a lot of people think his whole body was CG, but the only thing CG was the face. Yes, and it's very well done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm seeing it a second time. Um, I actually thought I'm like, did they go back and fix stuff? Because I don't I don't remember it being this good. Good. Maybe I was being overly critical. Um, but I was really surprised at how hard people are on this. I mean, I thought it looks great, especially the second time because you're just really blown away at uh, yeah, I mean, how brought someone back from the dead. I think if you just take a seat back and just enjoy like the fucking movie for what it is, like yes. then you completely forget about it, like it's nothing, right? So that's my thoughts, anyways. So let's let's talk about uh, <laughs> the fuck's going on with DC movie universe, man. I've been hearing some stuff about uh, with Ben Affleck actually today. I read it. Today he stepped down as director. He stepped down, and there is a strong possibility that he might be actually backing out of the role as Batman. No, what what was I mean? I think at this point, I don't think anything's officially confirmed. But they went back and forth on is he going to be the director and everything like that. I guess I'm with this. That's what's happening. The comment that he made is he wanted to. there's so much he's got so much pressure to be like the batman as the character that he 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 said there's no way that he can do both at the same time and still like give justice to the character but i think there's more to it than that to be honest because you got the flash director they like they've gone through like three different flash directors you got this happening now what's the date on that flash movie i have no idea because it's supposed, it's not supposed to be too far from now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if they've started it yet. 
Because we have Wonder Woman coming in June, from what I understand, or July. Yeah, did you hear the, <laughs> the feedback on that? Yes. From the, it was from the same source who saw Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not... Listen, man, it, there's something really going on with, uh, I think, more so with the higher-ups or even the studio. I feel like it's the studio and the higher-ups that are just basically coming in with these ridiculous ideas and everyone involved is like, no, like that's, and, and they're refusing to do it. And like, yeah, the talent is clearly having a hard time. Like yeah. you don't hear this stuff going on with Marvel and with Feige and, and Downey and Chris Evans. I feel like they give the actors um, enough leverage where they could, you know, essentially get what they want because they, they have so much faith in the products. Yeah. Like, you got Chris Evans dressing up as Captain America going to, you know, children's hospitals. He does this quite a bit. So you would assume that, you know, this guy takes what he does fairly serious. You got to kind of let the talents, um, if they're if they're talented and, they're, and, they're, and they did a really good job, I don't know, for the last, what, seven movies, they probably have a good grasp on the character and what people want to see. And I feel like the studios are not allowing, like, Warner Brothers is not allowing a lot of the talent, per se, dictate what should be and what shouldn't be. I think that's what's happening to the movies and it's showing up in the final product too, right? They're like, suffering. They're suffering. I just heard David um, uh, David Ayer, right? The guy who did Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. He, saw, he said something ridiculous like, man, uh, I wish I could go back and, and fix some things in Suicide Squad. You don't really hear directors, like a lot of directors, I should say, very few go back on, you know, and, and really make a statement where they're not proud of the product. Yeah. Well, we knew that when uh, they started doing reshoots and there was a lot of uh, buzz about that. So You know what he said? You know what David Ayer said? I'm not sure if you, if you heard about this. Right? No. He said uh, what he would do is first he would make the Joker the main villain of the movie. Oh, wow. There's a fucking idea. Dude, like, <laughs> how are you, you going to post that for the world to see? Do you, think, do you think all these really horrible ideas, do you think it's Jeff Johns? I think he's the only guy saying, like, hey, look at us. Look at our talent. There's a bunch of writers that... I don't know, man. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's Jeff Johns who's the one that maybe needs to be taken out of the equation. Yeah, but didn't they put him in afterwards, though? Is like, when was his position official? Dude, he... The, the last Green Lantern movie, he wrote that. Like, he, he helped co-write that and he produced it. Like, he had a big part in that. He wasn't the sole writer, though. Boy, well, he's involved in it. Because, I mean, I like his writing. I'm actually a fan so, of Jeff John. Well, I, I, I like Jeff John's writing, too, but there's there's some series that he's done that I have not been a fan of at all. And and he's made some pretty poor choices. I mean, that's, you know, you know from from a, a fan's perspective, like, I, I get it. You know, we each have our own, uh, you know, nitpicks and stuff like that. I was more so thinking that, um, like, st- we're talking studio heads here that... Uh, you know, like uh, so and so, his dad ran Hollywood in the seventies. Now he's of age. Yeah. He's got zero experience. And hey, let's make a movie called Wild Wild West. And we'll have a giant mechanical spider, you know, come and, and be the villain for Will Smith. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yep. Or Nicolas Cage Superman. Fuck it. We're just go out the window. Well, even that. like, uh, I'm sorry to say it, but like this whole like Gotham City Sirens thing, I think that's like a really bad move at this point. Like, especially when you don't even have like an established universe and oh, correct. you're correct. all, you're already like doing spinoffs of, off of characters that 
weren't like necessarily that well received like the only reason like why is because people like harley like they it's not like they like like that version of it they just like harley in general so that's why there's so much buzz about suicide squad um but i don't know if anyone truly really loved that movie to the point where you now you can do a complete spin-off off of something like that that's like that's like taking guardians of the galaxy and saying okay we're gonna do a spin-off and it's gonna be like it's gonna be uh groot and rocket raccoon like sure i'll go see it but like that's not something that's gonna you know get a lot of heads turning and and stuff Which, like that funny you mentioned vin diesel is actually pushing to get that movie done no <laughs> I, i'm not joking you there's a i read the headline and vin diesel said he sees a movie of just rocket and Groot together there's a point where you have to come on you gotta like <laughs> we're talking about there's a line we're talking about the the triple x third movie star here yeah come on man the guy's like he's just fucking he's going for it now he's like i'm all for corporation <laughs> i'm all for the fucking product now whereas uh they have to fight him tooth and nail to to start in like fast and the furious sequel we're going way back here, by the way, and yep. uh, follow up. I remember he was distancing himself from the franchise. Yep. I don't know if you remember this or not, but I do remember a time where he was borderline ashamed of, of doing these movies. But uh, yeah, he like went into hiding for a bit, and then all of a sudden he came back to Fast and Furious again. Yeah, but back to back to uh, what Warner Brothers is doing. I mean, again, you, you could say you know you could point the finger at so and so and say, hey, Jeff Johns, you know. You have this massive catalog, you've got a good rapport with, you know, the fans. You know, are you responsible for this? Um, I mean, someone can ask him, but I feel like, for one thing, my personal view is I don't think he's responsible for this at all. I think in, you can relate this situation to what Marvel is doing, and that's when Kevin Feige cut all ties from the publishers and, mm. and the writers. I feel like, just for credibility, Warner Brothers is like, yeah, we took, you know, Jeff Johns, he's on board. I bet you any money, he really doesn't have that much say. Maybe not. Maybe, I mean, then maybe he should. That right. could be the case. That could definitely be the case. I mean, look at how, look what happened, look what's happening with The Flash. I mean, they're going from, was it director or is it writer? Director. They would, this, they're like on their third director now and they still don't have anyone. Well, that's not good because that's scary. It, yeah, it might be, yeah, or... The writing, because the director, I mean, visually, for someone to leave a project like The Flash, you get to fucking, you get to spend all this DC money on making these cool shots with cool effects, and, you know, spending time, and slow motion, and, you know, the writing has to be the problem, I guarantee it. Or, or the, the creative control is probably what's chasing away a lot of... That might be it, too. Because, I mean, you got a bunch of... It's, it's a borderline superhero sci-fi movie. You've got a bunch of talent out there that can do this. Fuck, man. That, that, that's very surprising to me that, you know, they, they can't land talent to potentially direct this movie, which, you know, this character could be what the Green Lantern was for comics back in, what was it, 2007, 2008? When yeah. Uh, kind of revamped, well, the original Rebirth, Green, Green Lantern Rebirth. So the Flash could be that character of, of you know of this era. I mean, Batman's gonna be Batman, Superman, Superman, Wonder Woman, same thing. But uh, I think Flash could potentially be like a wild card franchise that. I know, think it has like since the, the the TV show like it's already spawned out 
into like this huge thing that no one ever thought, you know, they, they would fall in love with Flash so much. And now you're seeing Flash more in comics and appearances and stuff like that. And uh, I think it's even, even a character like, you know, you look at like a character like Green Arrow, who was like a nobody until they started doing oh, the yeah. show. And uh, Smallville kind of ramped that up a bit. But like, even before Smallville, there was there was nothing like they killed him off a long time ago. And then Kevin Smith brought him back. And uh, that kind of revived it a bit, but then people still didn't really care about it. And, and it took for them to do, you know, put them on TV to really um, showcase that. So I think I think what they're, what they're doing with TV is so good. And, and it sucks that, um, you know, the, the movie industry is uh, really suffering. But um, I guess we'll have to wait and see kind of what Wonder Woman has in store and I mean, the trailers look dope. I mean, but then, the, then again, the trailers look dope for everything else, too. So, well, yeah, the trailer. Hey, listen, the Batman v Superman trailer was fantastic. I mean, yeah. not to really knock the movie, as that movie had its, you know, had its problems, had its huge problems, but I still say it's a lot better than Suicide Squad. Yeah, I think so, too. By a long shot. I, I actually, uh, when, when I came back from my trip on the way back, Suicide Squad was on the plane, and I actually couldn't get through the whole movie. Dude, I, I tried watching. <laughs> Um, I it must it. have been like before the actual villains, you know, whatever they, they you know, decided on doing, like ending a Ghostbusters style, yeah. um, you know, take over the city, whatever. Like I could not, it was very cringeworthy and I was yeah. very disappointed in, um, in Jared Leto's Joker. I, I mean, I'm not one to hate cause I think the guy's a good actor, but this movie, like he dropped the ball. Like, it was not the director at all. I don't think he really understood the Joker is a genius. Joker is not supposed to be like he's a mad. He acts like a madman, but he's actually like this conniving genius. We saw zero. We saw zero of that. Yeah, I was. We saw someone acting like a crazy person. I think everyone just like myself included. Like when you start talking with Jared Leto Joker, like you're everyone just kind of automatically like defends him when you know it's bad. But it's you, bad. You it's just. Really- you just keep defending it because you're like, oh, it's different. Uh, or, oh, it's, you know, he had, uh, you know, the, the studio didn't let him do what he wanted. Oh, you got the scenes got cut out. But really, like, in the end, like, first time I watched it, I was like, oh, that's that's what he went for. Okay. <laughs> so. We missed the point of the character. And uh, I feel like the studio forced on this love relationship between him and Harley and you know it's they're together and they're you know they're facing Batman together because it's quote unquote date night. Listen, those are pretty big shoes to fill because the character, in my eyes, was at his best with Heath Ledger. I mean, we're talking arguably here because Jack Nicholson did a great job. Yeah. All uh, I can give it up for Batman '66 back in the day, uh, Cesar Romero, and um, this was not a justice at all. This was a terrible, terrible job. I mean, we're kind of backpaddling here because we, I'm pretty sure we talked about, or excuse me, we shit all over this movie uh, back in, in August. <laughs> but yeah. uh, in a nutshell, I do think that uh, Warner's in, in trouble, man. They are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned after hearing all that stuff about Wonder Woman. And, and, and I'm uh, a fan. Like, I'm a, like, I like DC more than I actually like Marvel. I do. And there's something about... is. I don't know, maybe it's because we haven't seen too much footage, but there's something about the Justice League footage and 
and and stuff like that it, it kind of looks low budget i don't know about you like maybe you I know what it is it's, it's just i feel like um those are just they like were, they were far from the final product that's what yeah that's what i feel like they just it just seems like they, they quickly threw it together but uh, we'll, snyder, snyder does have a great eye for like for really polishing things yeah like there's nothing that looks cheesy uh i mean doomsday but he still looked pretty menacing. So this one, this looked low. This looked like CW. That's what it looked like. <laughs> looks like UPN fifty. <laughs> oh shit! Back in the days. But, but it uh, looks. I mean, I'm excited for that. I, I I have faith that Justice League will be like things visually like fantastic. I mean, that's that's the one thing that I look forward to in in Snyder movies and these DC movies is that. They they are really bringing a lot of stuff in from the comic books, which is really cool. It's just the story just isn't there. So at least as an action movie, I'm gonna be entertained. I'm gonna be pleased. I know that's gonna happen for sure. So yeah, I agree with you on that. Like that's we all know that's gonna happen, right? Like like you could call Batman versus Superman what it is, but like it was the one scene where he blows through the floor and beats the shit out of like seventeen guys. Like that's the absolute my absolute favorite part of the movie. I've probably watched that more times than the actual like. Yeah, I know. Me too. I'll look it up on YouTube every once in a while. Yeah, bro. Like someone has it up. I'm like, sick. This is a sick scene. Great music selection. Good editing. It flows. Uh, you see Batman basically stab the fuck out of someone. Yep. And, uh, you know what? Really, really bothered me is we never. Okay, this is this. This is. I mean, we're being nitpicky here. At least I am. When you see Bruce Wayne training. You see zero scars on his body. I don't remember now. I thought he did. Zero. Yeah. He has the body of a fucking, like a muscle baby. <laughs> like not a single scar. I'm like, man, if they threw some fucking scars on this guy, even for this two second scene, two seconds, I'm telling you, people are like, yo, like this has a lot of potential. And this, this, this franchise could be well on its way. To be fair, Just they never did that with any other Batman minor, either. Minor things. Like, I mean, yeah, the writing was essentially pretty pretty bad for, for Batman and Superman, but I think they took a few missteps, and I think it's salvageable. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll see with, with Justice League. Uh, they just, I feel like they panicked, and they had to show us something uh, this past summer. Hey, I think man. that was I was happy on. to see it, so... So, uh, I mean, we're, let's, let's, let's hope, I think, it's, is it this year Justice League is coming out? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's this it's year. It's November, from what I actually Like, Wonder Woman is coming up, like, like super soon. Um, what else is coming out this year? There, there's a shit ton of stuff coming out this year. Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. There's there's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Um, so there's there's gonna be some good solid uh, movies this year. Um, one that I'm excited for, um, we finally got confirmation on who's gonna be donning the Green Lantern ring in the Green Lantern Corps movie. Two lanterns, and it, they said that it's gonna be like Lethal Weapon in space. So, so, so Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. So who do you think's gonna be the I'm too old for this shit guy? Is it going to be Hal Jordan or John Stewart? You know what, man? They might take a risk on 
they might take a risk on this and they might have Ryan Reynolds come on again. No fucking way. If they pay him enough money, I'm telling you. They're not. He wouldn't do it. There's no way he would do it. I was just going to say, if they can convince him to do it. No, man. I think I think what it's going to be is it's going to be a young Green Lantern. It's going to be like a young black actor. It's going to be Jon Stewart. They and, want Tyrese from the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, They're essentially thinking about... Choice. It's going to be a young guy. It's going to be a young guy, and then you're going to have... Like I feel like he's too short for the role. He's not a really tall guy, so... You know what? Like, I wouldn't be pissed if they did it the other way, where Jon Stewart was the the seasoned veteran and uh, how Jordan was the new recruit. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of like a new take. Cause it's like John Stewart's like, so like he's so badass, and like just to see him in like kind of like a rookie role. I don't, I don't know if I've ever like seen him like that. Like as everything I've ever read about John Stewart and seen him and he's kind of like established green lantern, like knows his shit. He's a, you I know, mean, he's a military guy. It gives DC a chance to really establish a new lantern in terms of like you know casting uh which i'm not mad at either um i don't know if they're really gonna they'll probably give us a maximum of what two lanterns is that is that what they're going for yeah it's gonna be john stewart and and how jordan for sure but then you know who are they are you gonna introduce sinestro again are you gonna introduce Absolutely. Kilowog and all those guys all over again. Like, is that what they're going to do? Um, no, they can do it as is already an active villain. That's what I would assume, yeah. And uh, this is what's going on, essentially, in the galaxy. And uh, there's also obviously going to be like a, a main villain, I should say, that kind of comes in in the third act. They're going to probably do it uh, the, same, the same layup as Batman and Superman, so you'll see... Some friction within, you know, some of the villains and stuff, and then they have to help each other out at the end of the movie. And there you go. Boom. Here's your script, DC. <laughs> Warner's like, get that guy on the phone. And then get a giant fart cloud at the end. <laughs> no, but I think it'll be cool uh, to see, like, an older, like, how Jordan, like, maybe put the gray streaks in his hair like he did in the 90s. And, uh, oh, that'd be cool if, like, they did the whole, like, uh, Jordan turns into Parallax and kills all the Green oh, Lanterns. Parallax. And then, uh, and then... Hey, no, you get us Dennis Quaid to play him. Dude, I was just about to say that. Fucking same page, Bobby. I was going to say uh, Dennis Quaid or Nathan Fillion. Um, I don't know if I see him, man. I mean... He is Green Lantern, man. I would see... Okay, for like a Hal Jordan, I would see... I would even... I could even see like a Bradley Cooper... He's got to be older, though. He's got to be like Affleck's age. That's what I would say. Because you've already done the young like guy. And like and how Jordan's been... like That story's been told like a thousand times. Like, even like... I'm a How Jordan guy. He's my favorite Lantern. But like, I want to see a Jon Stewart story. And I want to see Jon Stewart like go into the Justice League. Or 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 have a completely standalone. Do here here here's an idea. Do something different. Do a standalone Green Lantern movie. That way, if it's really good and your other movies fucking bomb, you don't have to worry about it connecting. Yeah, but how are you gonna convince a company like Warner to be like, listen, if we do this the right way, this could pay off. And I really think it could. It's just a matter of. Like, but, I remember a time. 
time where they were talking about a series like Guardians of the Galaxy potentially being a movie. And I'm like, how the hell are they going to introduce Z-list characters from the Marvel Universe who, unless it's written and executed in a way that is refreshing, uh, witty, it's got a good flow, and um, the multiple characters have enough screen time where, where you know, their exchanges can kind of be on the ball, you know, they're quick to the point, snappy, and, you know, they're entertaining. If they did it, they fucking did it, man. Well, they did it in a way, too, that it was, like, it was kind of a standalone, too, right? Yes. Because... They- I mean, yeah, it connected in the universe because you had Thanos and you had like the Collector and stuff like that, but it was pretty much standalone because you didn't have Captain America or Iron Man or Thor. It was its own thing, so that kind of was a good idea in case it completely bombed. You had a reference to Thor. I think that's as far as it went with Benicio Del Toro's... Or that was a different movie. That was in Thor. Yeah, that was that was uh, you know Dark what? World. You, you, you are right. There was zero reference to any of... Uh... The Marvel Universe, uh, the movie studios, I should say. Yeah, so that that was a good way to do it, and that that's why I kind of think they're going to do with uh, Green Lantern Corps, because I mean, you have to tell that story on its own without connecting all this shit into it, because then it, you know, that you could you can have a whole movie universe based on that alone. Yes, you could have a whole movie universe based on Batman alone. Like like, there's so much uh, source material to uh, draw from. So. Um, what do you think of the Power Rangers trailer? Um, I mean, I'm, were you a Power Rangers a guy when you were a kid? I was really a kid. I was like twelve, bro. <laughs> I have no shame. I've watched it well into. I think I was in grade nine, so I'd have been fourteen at the time, mm-hmm. fifteen. It became like a secret show, and then as soon as they changed it to, they're like they're like dinosaurs. Uh, sorry, they're like um like cars. Oh, became, like, turbo. Power Rangers they Turbo. Fucking, yeah, they lost me on it. I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is fucking stupid. Where's Tommy? Like, this is <laughs> but, uh, you know what, man? I didn't really care for the trailer. It wasn't horrible. I just, it didn't really... Uh, it's kind of weird. My... Yeah, it's kind of weird. It wasn't bad. I'm sure it's going to be entertaining. Um, I don't really expect it to be absolutely rejuvenating to any type of a sci-fi series and if, if anything i feel like they're trying to mimic the superhero uh you know Absolutely. hey we got power hey, we got powers now we'll throw a couple of relationships in here and uh we'll appeal it to teens make it a little bit more edgy and uh it was kind of <laughs> like a mix between the avengers and chronicle because they like they, i got a chronicle vibe yes i got a chronicle vibe because they went into like the cave like got a bunch of alien powers and i'm like what the yes. fuck and Zordon looks kind of weird. <laughs> Zordon's cooking meth in the fucking lab. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, uh, you know what, man? I'll probably end up seeing it. I don't know if I'll see it in the theaters, but uh, I'll keep an eye out for it. Because, I mean, I got to pay respects. I mean, the series that they're doing with, um, is it IDW? Are they doing the so. Uh, the comic book Power Rangers. They are. They're doing. Well, Kyle Higgins is writing it right now. It's it's actually it's fantastic. Good, man. Yeah, they're it's good. Like this weird alternate reality shit. There, it, it's just it's it's pretty good. And well, IDW is doing a shit ton of crossovers with DC too. Like they got uh, 
was it Justice League versus Power Rangers right now? You know, I haven't read that yet, but uh, you know what? I think that would be smart because what they're doing is they're getting the readers to come on board. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I, I like a lot of other crossover books. Like I read uh, Star Trek, Green Lantern, and there I know there's one Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman. Like there's, it's it's fun stuff to like kind of see a crossover like that and uh, keeps it interesting for sure. I think, I, I don't know if it's, I, no, it wasn't IDW, I forget what it was, but I was telling you I was reading that book. It was uh, Big Trouble in Little China meets Escape from New York. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm on like book three. It's like, it's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> hey man, listen, the fact that you get to read that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, as bad as it is, it still holds up just because we're doing it. Next, next, they're probably going to do like Rocky meets Judge Dredd. Oh my God. Demolition meets Demolition Man. <laughs> Rocky meets Rambo. Yeah, man. No, but it's cool. It's a cool read. I scaled back a lot of my... Um, my pull list, I pretty much have nothing now. So, um, just reading the trades now and and stuff like that. Because let's be honest, there's there's just too much shit to read out there. <laughs> I feel like the market is incredibly highly oversaturated right now. Yeah. Uh, um, which is not really doing good for for like income for like net net growth and, and all yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the comic book sales are dropping a bit, and. Uh, I- because they're choking themselves out. They're over too much. Yeah, it's too much. They gotta downsize and they gotta focus on good material and good art and consistency. Marvel, Marvel, I think, is the absolute worst culprit of that. I don't read any Marvel books right now. Man. I don't. I don't read one. Like I, I there's <laughs> there's a time I had quite a few, and like after a while, like I looked at the lists of what was coming out, and it's just like there's nothing like that I want to read at all. And a lot of my books got canceled, so I was like not interested. And then now it's kind of like all DC and a little bit of uh, image stuff. So, um, been reading. Uh, I don't know if if you uh, had a chance to read it. What's it called? Uh, After Death with Scott Snyder and Jeff Lemire. No, I didn't. They are these. They're these super sized books, and uh, it's kind of like if you've ever read Snyder's kind of like gra- uh, not graphic novel, but like his novel writing stuff that he did before he did comics it's a mix of that and like jeff lemire stuff so the book is like it's like magazine size the book so you can't get any bags or boards for them anywhere and uh it's like actual like novel like it's font throughout the whole thing and then and then they go into like comic panels every once in a while and then it goes back to like things so it takes like it's a fucking long time to read just one book which for me is a problem because I'm I really rely on looking at pictures. Yeah, you want to get the whole presentation. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like, but but it's a good. They're definitely a good to read, but it just it just takes a bit to to read them because it's the pages are so big and it's like small little font. It's like it's like reading like an actual novel. Like there's so much uh, story there, but uh, it's pretty interesting. Well, that's good. That's cool. Yeah, so check check that out. It's called After Death. Uh, I I'm still reading like uh, Nightwing and Green Lantern Corps. I completely cut out any Batman series like Detective Comics stuff like that. It's just it just wasn't really going anywhere for me, and I wasn't really interested in it. And and even like yeah. talking to some other people, they were, they were saying like, yeah, this doesn't really interest me at all. 
Um, I cut out. Oh, what did I cut out? I think I cut out Outcast because literally, like, nothing has happened in like twenty issues. Um, so I'm not really sure what's going on with that book, but I still read. I still faithfully read Walking Dead. Um, I think that book is getting better and better. Oh yeah, it's 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 like fucking amazing right now. There's no the spoilers by all means, please. Well, basically, there was that whole um, like big war thing they had, and, and and what it is now is Negan is actually part of the group now, but like obviously nobody trusts him, but he's like yeah. a full fledged member of the group now. So it's kind of like, what is his deal? Like, he pretty much killed all our friends, and now we're like letting him, you know, be a part of this group. So, so are you seeing? I don't know. Everybody, everybody I mean, everyone, no one's going to be surprised when he fucking takes over and makes his move on everyone. But for right now, it seems like he's just contributing to the group. You won't really know what his motive is for doing it. Like he doesn't ever yeah. explain that. Um, the last issue we saw the death of Lucille. Wow. So the, the bat has finally broken in half and now he doesn't have it anymore. Um, what the hell does he use? And he said, well, what did he say? Imagine they gave him like a baby bat, like those baby bats you get like, <laughs> tired. For a pinata? <laughs> well, he, he named it, there was an origin story about him, and in the, I didn't read it, but in the origin story, you find out that he named his bat after his wife. So... Um, so he says something in in the book. He he breaks it. And he's like so. He's like so stupid. You know, uh, the only reason I missed the bat is because it was you know like because it was his wife wife's name basically. So oh, I thought he had something to do with killing her. Maybe he had to put her out of her misery. Who knows? I don't know. I didn't read the origin story. I got. I tried to find. Like I said, it was in like image previews. Like nothing anyone gives a shit about or wants to spend money on. So, so so that was part of that story. But that's cool. Yeah, man. Um, other cool news. I got a uh, last month's loot crate. I saw that on Instagram. I liked it. Oh, it's so. fucking cool. Um, it came with a. It came with like this cool like Captain American shield with like a certificate of authenticity. Um, but also came with like, I have a bunch of reprints of Action Comics number one. It's kind of like my thing to collect that stuff because I'll never own the actual one. Yeah, man. You um, made it. But they have. Uh, they sent that in the book because this, you know, last month was Origins or whatever, so it was actually Comics number one. It was their version of it, so I kept that bitch sealed up. But I didn't know this, but like you could sell loot crates like not opened on eBay, and people fucking pay for it, like, tons of money. It's, it's when they say it's exclusive, like they fucking mean it. Yeah, they go nuts about it. So it's actually really smart. So yeah, so there's tons of people that just leave the they like order one box and then the other box they keep sealed and then. They wait a bit and then they sell it, and yeah, it's all exclusive shit. So like, I think that like the comic book, it's it's you know it's under a thousand that were made. So. No shit, that's cool. Man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Did you put it up on your wall? Did I put it on my wall? No way. Yeah, but like put it in like one of those PGC. Oh yeah. Cases and just like it's a showpiece. Like you know, I have action comics. Yeah, I'll probably get it graded. I I have another. Um, I have another reprint that actually looks a lot more like the original than that one. Because this is like normal size, right? Like it's standard comic size where Action Comics was like a 
you know, magazine size before. So, yeah. But, well, anything else? Uh, off. We're fucking rusty. I know, it's been a while, man. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that uh, I should be touching on. Uh, I had to even, like, look up stuff that was uh, newsworthy because I was so out of what, what has been going oh, on. How about this? Old Day Logan is coming out soon. That's the other one that's coming out. Yeah, that looks cool, man. I'm excited to hey, see that. Whoever's in charge of trailers is fucking, like, hire that guy for every movie. Oh, it, it I, looks badass, man. Speaking of that, uh, there's going to be, finally, there's going to be, uh, well, there's the, the new show Legion coming out that has nothing to do with, you know, the X-Men universe at all. It's completely well, separate. Brian, Brian universe. And uh, the, but they're also doing another show on Fox um, just called X-Men and it's in that will be part of the Singer universe. Yeah. So that's going to be cool. That is really they should do like, they should do the entire Fox like animated series, but in live action. Just go. Yeah, well, proof, man. Just put it on Netflix. <laughs> like I don't understand. Go Honestly, they should. Uh, I heard a, a really cool rumor, and I'm sure it's just a rumor. And um, I heard that they were possibly in talks with um, what's his name, who plays Loki in the Avengers. Oh, it's Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. I heard they want to. They were talking about potentially doing a Netflix series on young Palpatine, and they're gonna cast him as a young Palpatine. Really? How fucking cool would that fucking be? It's about like him and uh, Darth Plagueis getting it on. What the hell? You took it to a different turn, but uh, kind of. I don't know. I kind of have a gay vibe from. Uh, Palpatine. <laughs> you know what? I accept anybody, any shape, any size, whatever. Oh yeah, me too. I'm just saying I get just a gay vibe. It, just make it cool as shit. That's I, all. I'm just saying I get a gay vibe. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but uh, I mean, as far as something potentially to, I felt like we should have, or at least by now, seen a, a live action Star Wars movie. Yeah. We should have seen it by now. You know what's the holdup? I have no idea. Hopefully, I mean, I mean it's so tight knit. Like they, they don't let anything get out. So, I think well, wasn't the, the the Disney Expo thing coming up soon? What's it called? Uh, D three three. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but sure. So that's that's coming up. So maybe we'll we're see something. A, we're getting a Last Jedi trailer from from what I understand, like a teaser coming up. So. Yeah, we haven't got a fucking teaser yet. By this time last year, we we already had a teaser for Rogue One. Well, we got a name. We got a promo poster. Which, what do you think of them flipping the font to a very red, vivid red Star Wars logo color? You know, I don't, I don't really give a shit about little details like that. I know a lot of people look at that, and go, "Oh my god, it's red!" Like, yeah, it's red. So what? What's the big deal? I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. But it, it can't, I can't help but you know, my brain just starts kicking in. I'm like, man, like. <laughs> oh man, you think Luke turns to the dark side? Oh man, it's got to be a dark side movie. <laughs> yeah, if they do that, you know how stupid that would be? I would probably be pretty upset. All that work, all that effort from the original trilogy, and the motherfucker still went to the dark side? <laughs> dad, his fucking dad died for him. And he still went to the dark 
Yeah, man. Maybe he's uh what's the fucking bag what's the big bad guy's name? I forget his name now. Snoke. Snoke, yeah. What if Luke is Snoke? <laughs> In like one of those huts on the island. The whole time. Like, and just old and shitty. Yeah. He's just... uh, well hey man, uh it's gonna be I assume it's gonna be a good movie. Um a lot of the actors have they haven't really talked too much spoilers, but uh like What's uh what, what's Kylo's uh the actor who plays Kylo? Uh, Adam Driver. Adam Driver definitely uh gave his praise to the director. Yeah. And uh I mean he said that we're we're in for a treat and it's I'm, gonna be somewhat of a very different Star Wars movie. I mean I feel bad for the next director because I'm not really sure how they're gonna handle um you know Carrie Fisher not being in the movie. I know all the scenes were shot for this one and they said you know that- What they didn't kill her off. <laughs> well, there could be it could be a filler. They could really pump an, uh, a new novel that explains how she died. Um, so you're kind of throwing your viewer yeah. into you know, you know, post Leia's death and how it happened. And- well, I'm thinking at the end of the movie, they always have that big celebration thing at the end, right? Maybe she's not even in the third one, and then they kind of show like her from behind or something like that, like a quick you know, nod to her or something like that. Cause like they, they said they wouldn't CG her, but like, I think they're still going to have to CG like a, a silhouette or something like that. Um, that people know that it's her. I don't think they're going to actually, I think what they meant by that is they're not going to CG like her entire like lines and like they did with Tarkin. Right. Like, I think it's just going to be like quick little things like that just to show that she's there and whatnot. But. I think, uh, regardless, I mean, it's probably not easy to have to go back and, and really fix a lot of, you know, the story because you know, the death of someone. But sure. uh, I think they're going to do a good job on it. I think uh, I really think Star Wars is in good hands. Yeah, uh, it's really going to suck that they have to cancel that lightsaber battle that she had in in the third movie. <laughs> yeah, it was the lightsaber battle for well. It was, it was Leia versus Kylo. I'm gonna have to, uh, have to cut it out. Hey man, uh, I'm all for it. Take my money. <laughs> take my money. Take his money. But uh, are we seeing Logan uh, in, in March? Are you Absolutely. Yeah, I'm down. I think. Uh, is there any other comic book or sci-fi movies that are dropping? There are, but I can't think of them right now. I know. I know. There's Wonder Woman. Guardians is, is definitely gonna. I think. Was that April? First one. I think it's in March, man. Maybe it's Wonder Woman. That's April. I remember Wonder Woman <laughs> being in like a really weird month. Well, I hope. Uh, honestly, I hope it's good. I hope that uh, all the shit we're hearing is just bullshit rumors. But. Uh, but, it's, it's, but it's probably not. <laughs> we've been proven wrong. Yeah, <laughs> many times. <laughs> And if it sucks, we'll just come back on here and talk shit about it. <laughs> hey, I mean, with Wonder Woman, you can't. To me, they can't really fuck this up because people are going to go see this. I mean, namely women and you know, teenage girls and preteens, whatever. They're going to pay their money to go see it anyways. Especially a bunch of creepy, sweaty old dudes like myself. Mm-hmm. We'll go see it as well. It's going to make money 
it's so for for me, they don't have to really try as hard. They could just make it a solid movie. It could be completely separate from anything that happens or leads up to Batman and Superman. I just hope it's just uh, you know, it's just it gives them their right footing to Yeah. I mean the action alone in the trailer was good enough for me to get in. So I mean even Because this... I feel I feel like if this movie bombs critically, that they're gonna push Justice League back probably another yep. six. They're probably going to reshoot and recast the entire movie. I'm telling you, it's they're going to fucking do it. They will. <laughs> if this movie bombs, they're going to be like, yeah, we're not releasing Justice League in November. It'll be out in March of what, 2018, and people are going to be like, well, clearly there's something wrong here. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's it for me, man. Well, let's let's uh, do this again sometime, you know, in, in yeah. six months. It is. <laughs> you know what? We're, I'm actually going to put an effort in. We're going to do this the right, right, right. way. I agree. Proper way. We'll, and, we'll uh, be more prepared next for, time. And then perhaps in some future episodes, we will bring on some additional yes. um, guests yes. and stuff like that. We'll, we'll try to, to mix it up, you know, give more perspective and, and some more insight on some other people's views on, on comics and, and movies and all this great shit that, uh, that's right so if you're listening to this if you're still listening to this um for everyone you know those two people and my mom um we will have some guest speakers and we're gonna make this show the best thing you've ever heard so yeah. uh delete all those other podcasts off your phone and make way for all these sweet ass episodes and if they're not famous people we're gonna probably bring in like former tim hortons uh night shift managers we'll bring in like chrysler workers just shoot the shit see what they think see what they feel yeah and it will or we'll get people with really good impressions of famous people and then we'll tell you that they're famous people like nicholas cage yeah oh so all right well that's it for us uh if you like what you hear you can always subscribe to us at uh soundcloud.com slash lombok society and uh yeah if uh that's it. And, uh, uh, God bless. <laughs> God bless. Uh, we'll see you again. Yeah, I will uh, take take it easy. And uh, we need a sign off. What the fuck are we going to say? Eat a dick. All right, eat a dick. <laughs>